The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. When I was a, a child, we once went from Lavamalka to visit my aunt, my father's sister. And they were schmoozing the previous generation. I was always interested to know more about my grandparents, who I never knew. They were killed in the war. And my aunt was talking about her when they arrived to Auschwitz. She was a teenager. And Mengele Yemachshimoy separated them. They sent the young ones to the right and the older ones to the left. And there were many mothers with children. And there were, these were the Hungarian Jews who came in 1944, but there were Polish Jews who were there already for a few years, and they were already working in the camp. And they were running between the rows, hissing, whispering to the Jewish women, Los the kinder, just put, put, you'll come back for them later. Telling the young mothers, just don't stand with your children. They were trying to save their lives because they knew that the mothers who would stay with the children would be taken. And it was a great confusion. Nobody knew what to do. Some was telling a mother, but some went with the children, some didn't, as we all know the history of what it was. And there were a lot of children, little babies, who were separated, screaming, crying. And my aunt said that the last memory she has of her mother, who was really an older woman, and she went to the left. She saw her marching off to dial Kiddush Hashem, and she was holding two babies in her arms, not her children. They were crying, comforting them. And wherever you looked, you saw there were older women who were holding children, weren't theirs, holding them by the hands or carrying them, consoling them. Now think about it. A Yiddish mama. Think about it. During their last moments of life, they're about to cry Shema Yisrael, about to die al Kiddush Hashem. But a child is crying. He needs comforting. A Yiddish mama. Everybody remembers a while back when they discovered a long hidden film of the Chafetz Chaim was buried away, some archive close to a hundred years. And what went on, people, it was, it was, everybody was talking about it. Somebody told me he saw it over a hundred times. He couldn't stop. And I know Tommy the Chachomim Muflogim who would watch this and burst down in tears and weep every time they saw it. You see the Chafetz Chaim, what it does to a heathen. You see Chafetz Chaim walking, just see him. And that's just a picture of the Chafetz Chaim's goof. That's just a picture. Imagine the Chavetz Chaim were to walk in right now, the Gufay. What would happen? We would all faint, right? You'd have a massive Hatzalah call going on here, right? Chavetz Chaim, imagine getting a bracha. Imagine Toban seeing his, the, 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 the luminous countenance of the Heilige Chavetz Chaim, what it would mean to us. There's more light in everyone's Neshama than in a thousand Chavetz Chaims. I mean, the Chavetz Chaim that we can see, I'm not talking about his Neshama. If you could see your neshama, there would be more brilliance there than a thousand of Shimba Yechoyes. Do you know how light your neshama is? What the light of your neshama is? So the python says, Simu leiv ala neshama. Look at your neshama. Oiro keoir hachamo. Its light is like the light of the sun. Think of that. The light of the sun. There's a ball in the fire in the heavens every day. That lights up the entire world. It's not just here. It's bringing light to Israel, to Australia, to the North Pole, to the South Pole, the same sun. The sun has enough light in it to light up the whole world. It warms the whole world. It nourishes, it brings growth to everything in existence. That's just a marshal for what your neshama looks like. Your neshama is shivosayim ke'oir haboyker. Seven times greater than that.
That's what it means to have a neshama. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.